Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we got the glow, brother. We got the glow. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's time to talk about Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon from 1985, directed by Michael Schultz. And Kill, before we start proper, I'm going to check the chat. But man, this this movie, it's childhood, man. I mean, come on. You, you know the deal. There's no lying here, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's your quick thought on this thing, man? Man, th- this movie just holds such a uh, a bright spot spot in my heart and my soul. Right. Whether it's the, it's the soundtrack, which I still listen to, <laughs> right? Ain't that the truth? Or or if it's just the many times we watched it as kids, or watching it with our cousins. Yes. And, yes. And and, and and also, this movie is dripping eighties. Isn't it, man? It's crazy, man. All right, let me check the chat, and then we'll get going with our intro here. We got my man Quasi's in the chat saying hello, Master Nightwatch Coriander, the Shogun of YouTube Killian. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> say kiss my converts. <laughs> nice. We got Nerdy John in the chat. What's going on, man? Saying let's go. All right, man. Quasi saying one of my favorite all time movies, a movie about finding your confidence and love along the way on your journey to earn the glow. You got it, man. Right? You got it, man. Uh, we got Tashana in the chat. What's going on? Welcome to the chat. Welcome, welcome. Uh, hey. Saying, saying, wow, I actually love this movie so much as a kid that I recorded it on a cassette tape and listened to it like it was music and mesmerized, memorized the whole movie. Right? Wow. We you, did, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> awesome. Right? Nice. We got my man, Eric. Eric's in the chat. Who's hey, the man? Yeah, man. Uh, we got my man Flamethrower in the chat saying, yes, I bought some Chuck Taylors last month because it's show enough. <laughs> nice. I, I, I have too. I'm not going to lie, man. <laughs> Eric says, uh, I still yet to see this, but I've added it to our coming soon folder for the podcast just based on the love you two have for it. I remember the last video. You guys sold me on it. Yes, absolutely. All right, man. You know what time it is, Kill. Let's get finished getting set up. Give these guys the intro. So for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. Okay, man. 
I love this stuff. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Can, Go ahead. can I just can I just start off by just making a, a general statement yes. about the depiction of New York in the seventies and eighties? Yes. Look, <laughs> whether it's the movie the the Warriors, like apparently New York City has millions of gangs, right? Or, or this one in the in the eighties, you could just be Kung Fu Master with your crew coming into a movie theater, stopping the movie, yes. just to let everyone know you that you're the shit. Yes. <laughs> now, right? now, I don't even know if Shonuff was really coming to watch Enter the Dragon. I right? think they were just cruising around and they were like, hey, let's just go in there and just just let them know I'm out here in these streets. It's, re- <laughs> right. it's real and I'm out here in these streets. Right, right. All right, man. So, look, th- w- and guys watching, we might be all over the place because we love this movie. And, um, you know, again, this movie meant a lot to us as kids. Um, all of us, you know, me and Kill, uh, my cousins, we were all kung fu movie uh, fanatics, martial art movie fanatics. Um, and this movie stood out, obviously, because it spoke to us having a lead that was African-American, you know. And um, so it, it was great, man. But Kill, start this thing off. Um, just give me some high points or let's go through some of the story bits. Well, you know, the the premise of this movie is is the the the, the warrior's journey. You yes. know, it's it's the 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 pupil turning into the master and learning lessons along the way. And yes. and finding love and finding love. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, uh shots out to vanity. You know. Yes. Yes. Rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but one thing I, I really just kind of want to reiterate is this movie came out in the '80s, mm-hmm. and as far as seeing an African American lead martial artist in a movie, mm-hmm. we hadn't seen that since like Jim Kelly. Right. You know, and th- and this and guys, this is before the onslaught of like Wesley Snipes action mm-hmm. movies. You know, and and things of that nature. So right. when when this movie came out by the great Barry Gordy, uh, you know, uh, um, you know Motown fame, this was amazing to see. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because not only did this movie have an amazing Motown centric '80s playlist soundtrack, you had Barry Gordy's name front and center on it. And at this time, you didn't see a movie like this with this many african-american faces too much mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so, so shouts out to that just for being yeah. I, I i guess very progressive at a time where you, you know representation was very sparse right yeah. um yeah I, i'm sorry and and once again see we're, we're i'm going all over the map no here. that's all right man because there's a lot to it man i mean you know and, and and again shout out to barry gordy for for spearheading this project um and also a lot of things kind of fell into place because vanity uh originally was going to co-star in purple rain with prince and she uh stepped out of that and barry gordy basically said well i'm picking you up for like a four picture deal and they did that i think uh action jackson and some other stuff whatever but um it all came together and tamok who was the star bruce leroy he basically fell into this project as well because he was only 19 or 20 years old when he stepped into this role and didn't even really have any acting experience he was learning on the fly but originally billy blanks 
Wesley Snipes, Mario Van Peebles, even Denzel Washington, they were all considered for the role of Bruce Leroy. Now, out of that group of people I just named, only Billy Blanks, well, Wesley Snipes too, were actual martial artists. So they opted to go with Tamok. And I think it worked out well because there was a certain innocence that he had that really worked in the story. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, But basically... In the beginning, it shows him training, and me, and you know this, Kill, me being a martial artist myself, I was just eating all this stuff up. This was like my childhood dream coming true on on a movie, you know? And he passed this test that his teacher gave, which he didn't even know it was a test. And, you know, long story short, his teacher basically said, you've, you've touched the final level, you've reached the end of our journey. I'm no longer your teacher. And of course, Leroy is so indoctrinated into martial arts movies and the lore and the mythology. He, you know, he's bowing on his knees and, oh, please, master, I didn't mean to insult you and da 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 da. And I like the way that his teacher was portrayed because his teacher was kind of like a modern day wise man, almost similar to like what Mr. Miyagi was, you know. Because he even said to him, he said, I see you've been watching a lot of martial arts movies, you know, get on your feet and blah, blah, blah. So long story short, he sends Leroy on this quest to find another master so he can reach the glow, which is the ultimate level for a martial artist. And so the adventure begins, you know, and it's and it's fantastic. And like you said, there's a lot of things he learns along the way. This movie really undercover was teaching a lot of principles with it, too, you know. Now, real quick, before I get back to you, I just want to catch up with these guys in the chat. Uh, Tashana was saying, so true. African-American leads really motivated many. Yes. Yes. Uh, Eric saying, even though I've never seen this, only clips, and that was as a teen, the fact that it's a martial arts movie with a black lead always seemed cool to me. Never seen it before and since, minus Blade. Yep. Yeah, it's been few and far between. Um, And he was saying, and Blade is more than just martial arts. It was also horror and action. This seems like straight martial arts aside from the soundtrack. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, Tashana saying, yes, he fit the role perfectly. I love the innocence. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and, and it was authentic and you really, <laughs> he was learning to be a Kung Fu master, but he was also learning about life, you know, becoming more mature in life. And uh, again, I thought he displayed it perfectly, but let me, get back to you with it kill once he starts on this quest we also as you alluded to earlier we meet uh vanity's character laura what were you thinking of the story at this point once leroy is on his quest and then we see what she's dealing with on the other side of things well you know i i actually like the way that she was portrayed because she wasn't just your typical quotey fingers damsel in distress yes she was a very smart businesswoman uh, and she knew what she wanted mm-hmm. and she, she was very intelligent she didn't put herself in dangerous situations yes um, and it just so happened you know you had um, Eddie, Eddie Arcadian yeah Eddie Arcadian <laughs> Eddie Arcadian the bear there he is the, 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 the one of the bad guys in here and you know he has his, his girlfriend there and she's like she's gonna be a star she's she's gonna set the world on fire and, and you're gonna and Laura, Laura Charles you're gonna put her on your show and right. she's like um no nah, no I'm not <laughs> you know? that's right 
and and so essentially that's his motivation for okay i'm gonna kidnap vanity yes and i'm gonna force her hand Mm -hmm. and you know luckily you know bruce leroy is in these streets Yes. All right, because Bruce, Bruce Leroy don't drive. So Bruce Leroy walks, he rides a bike, he, you know, he, he's he's one with nature, you know. Yes. And, you know, he sees kind of, you know, what's going on and he pretty much intervenes. Yeah. Um, and one thing I also say as far as vanity and, you know, all the actors in here, for for the material that they were given i felt mm-hmm. they all did a great job now some people yeah. can say oh well acting in the 80s you know for the most part in in like an action movie or whatever was never that good or whatever you know right but for me you know being a kid when i saw this i wasn't there looking for oscar winning performances but right. what i will say is all of the actors whether it's tamok and him being a brand new actor vanity I believe at this time having like limited acting experience mm-hmm. um everybody did a great job Agreed. you know and 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 sold the characters yeah you know absolutely. you know whether it was whether it was whether it was the rest of uh, bruce leroy's family his little mm-hmm. brother and his buddies mm-hmm. or you know any of the other cast of characters in here yeah. um so so i i guess for me vanity also helps teach bruce leroy you know some some things as far as right you know becoming the you know the love interest you know spoilers guys you know <laughs> as far as becoming the love interest and so forth and also being a part of the catalyst for the actions that that bruce lee bruce leroy has to do in this movie go, go ahead i'm sorry absolutely no 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 i was agreeing with you with that statement mm-hmm. with the actions that he has to do um also i just want to give a shout out because we always find in a lot of these 80s movies we always find young actors that just start out that you almost forget about who is that kill william that? h william h young william, william h full young head h. of hair yes <laughs> shout out to william h but um but no, to piggyback on what you were saying, um, it, you know, going into the martial arts aspect of it, he does rescue her. But you also start to see his role as a teacher. And, you know, it's 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 another side of him that he shows because he's very serious about his martial arts training. He's very serious about passing it on to others. And there were some wonderful scenes where he was an, an instructor. But, of course, in any movie, when you have a hero, you got to have a villain. We always say you got to have a, a Trevelyan. Um, and for people that have watched GoldenEye, you know what I'm talking about. But in this movie, as alluded to in our opening, you do have a villain. And that's Shonuff, played by the late, great <laughs> Julius uh, Carey. And he's basically come back into town. And he he's the bad guy. And he wants everybody to know it. And he wants everyone to basically, uh, you know, bow down to him. You know, he's the leader. He's the king. So you have a couple different things going on. And it actually it makes it a very um, nice, complex storyline, because on one end, you've got the love interest that's being hawked by Eddie Arcane, where Bruce Leroy has to kind of save her. But on the other side of it, he's getting hawked by this guy that is seeing Bruce Leroy as the only obstacle to him being the man. You know what I'm saying? And that scene where he basically comes into Bruce Leroy's coon um, to to basically challenge him to a fight. And Bruce Leroy um, didn't want to fight him. And, and they basically, you know, humiliated him and so forth. 
um, it, it was a great scene because in this movie, and a lot of people may not pick up on it, but you're also learning a lot of martial arts, uh, you know, ethics and ways of 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 being. You know what I'm saying? And uh, again, I just I'm saying that just to say that I think Tamak was very good in portraying that as well and of course when i saw this as a little boy some of those things flew over my head but as i was lucky enough to also study martial arts i would sometimes think back to this movie and be like wow there was a lot of authenticity in what they were doing even though this is a martial arts action slash comedy movie they really did put some really good authentic things and teachings in this so um real quick in the chat before i get back to you kill um Eric was saying, not just a young William H., but a young Ernie Reyes Jr. too, right? Yes. Yeah, real young. <laughs> yeah, very young. Very, very young. Uh, Quasi saying, vanity has been my wife in my mind for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eric saying, all I got to say about vanity, damn. <laughs> yeah, everyone did say that. They really did. Flamethrower, it's cool that Ernie Reyes Jr. is about 10 years old beating up grown men, Right. Ernie Reyes, man, still doing great things, you know, still going doing great things. Eric saying, love how Bruce Leroy is wearing the Game of Death outfit. Yeah, he right? is. <laughs> this thing is dripping with Bruce Lee stuff, man, which is all right with me. Uh, Tashana saying, yes, very true. He showed himself as a true leader in his class. He was tested when one of the girls punched him and he had to think about it. Yeah, I mean... And his teacher, I don't want to go all over the place, but his teacher had said that in the beginning. When Leroy, when Bruce Leroy was saying, uh, I'm confused about what you're saying, master. And his master said, that's good. Confusion is a part of life. So is fear and anger and love. And these are all things to be embraced to give you balance. And it's so true, man. It's like you have to you have to be able to to experience all those things and balance it out. But anyways, kill. Let's get back to the rest of the story here. So take me through once Bruce Leroy, I keep saying Bruce Leroy, I'll just say Leroy. He saves Vanity once and then he loses the medallion that his master had given him. So he's all distraught. But little Richie, his little brother, knows where to find her. And and Leroy is like, you got to take me to her. And so we have some really funny scenes that showed the relationship with these two brothers. What were you thinking about the story at this point? Well, for one, that that relationship s- seemed very <laughs> familiar and real. You got the little <laughs> little brother who thinks he's he's too cool, and he's got the older brother that you know the younger brother looks at him kind of like, man, you're a, you're a punk, you know, messing around with these you know flat flowers and incense and pottery you need to put these nikes on man and hit these this, get this boom box with me baby are you um, something? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no i i think their their interactions were really you know nice and cute and, yeah. and they seemed very much like siblings yeah um and they both seemed to learn from each other in different ways yes good point y- you know uh, uh uh leroy learned some <laughs> some i guess street smarts from mm-hmm. his little brother that helped with things and his little brother kind of finally got to see like okay well leroy can really he's really good at martial arts and okay maybe some of the philosophies and stuff that he, he knows maybe I, some of that could rub off on me right so i really love the, the scenes with those two um and also, it, it, it was interesting the, the the way that 
Uh, his oh, that's cool, <laughs> brothers. And, yeah, and, and shout out, uh, you know, rest in peace to Leo O'Brien because he had, he had passed yeah. away. So, but this was those guys years later, Leroy and Richie. So, yep, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, what I was gonna say is, I also like the way that the mother and father kind of accepted Leroy for like you know who he is mm-hmm. you know but still they kind of were like eh, you could you could help out with the pizza shop a little bit more instead yeah. of doing all this this foo-foo stuff look at that look <laughs> on dad's face like alright you know I love yeah. you son but uh you know <laughs> it's real it really happens in real life I know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And, and and you know what what and, and once again I'm sorry I'm going off of off of the the topic a little bit here because uh, there was a clip that you showed a picture you showed a little bit farther back with Shonuff and his crew in the coon and I'm looking at how they're all dressed and please guys guys in, in the in the in the audience if you've ever seen the Warriors don't they look like one of the gangs that would have been at the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> in right. Central Park. I'm just right. saying. Maybe that's why Shonuff has been away for a while because he got arrested at the beginning of uh, the Warriors <laughs> with the, with that raid. And this right. movie is just years later. Hey, they could sync up. I don't know. There's right. there's something there. There's something there. But I, I'm, I, I'll, I'll let you go. <laughs> Good point. Uh, let's see. Eric was saying, uh, personal question night. What drew you to martial arts overall? The movies, the discipline, something else. When did you start? Man, that's that's a story. One of these days, I'm going to do a video on because it's 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 so much to say. But basically, um, Bruce Lee, you know, seeing Bruce Lee as a young kid with my dad and obviously with my younger brother and my, and my cousins, um, that's the first thing that really sparked my attention. Movies like this, believe it or not, Rocky as well. Um, you know, a lot of those types of things influenced me um, because it just it looked so amazing and it looked like something I could never do. Um, but I was fortunate enough to be able to do it. So, but one of these days, Eric, I'm gonna I'm do a video on it. I'm gonna do a video. Uh, Tashana saying, "Mom was protective too." Yeah, she was. Oh my God, she was a mom. The mother and father were great. They really, really were. Uh, saying, "Yes, they do." I can see them as one of the gangs from Warriors. <laughs> ready? <laughs> yep. Uh, Quasi saying, "Mom's ready to beat that butt with the pizza dough." <laughs> yes. Oh man, Flamethrower saying Samson from Half Baked took notes from Shonuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Eric saying very cool answer. Can't wait to see that video. Yeah, man. At some point, I'm definitely going to do that because it would just explain a lot. But um, but yeah. So we go through all this. He's tested by Shonuff. He he is embarrassed and and so forth. And you know it is what it is. But he eventually does get the medallion back from uh, Vanity. Who, her name in the movie was Laura, and they start to have a little bit of a of a connection. Which again, I think this was. I don't know if this is the right word to use. Kill uh, you tell me. I don't mean it in a bad way. But it was a cute relationship, a cute connection. It seemed authentic. You know, it's not like yeah. it's not like she yeah. just swooned at him and he didn't just swoon at her. There were these moments that were just seemed really authentic and so forth. But. You also have that fantastic scene where she takes him back to her studio, um, kind of as a gift for saving her life, and she shows the Bruce Lee montage. Now, again, man, you know me. Even today, 
watching this movie, when I see it, I just get hyped up. The soundtrack was phenomenal. It's it's straight 80s. It is it is um, part of its time. But like you said earlier, it's still on my playlist. You know. Well, and can I interject one thing? Mm-hmm. And 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 maybe you know maybe this is just me. When people say the 80s mm-hmm. or 80s music, R and B and like Motown normally don't pop into people's heads. Let, let's yeah. let's be honest. When That's people true. say 80s, you're thinking pop or yeah. rock. This is an 80s R and B soul motown Mm -hmm. kind of soundtrack and the sound of motown in the 80s you had a lot of synthesizers Mm -hmm. you had a lot of like just new instruments that you know it wasn't like marvin Gaye and stuff so it was a really awesome sound at that time and that's in here very much so i just i just wanted it you know put that in there because i know for a fact when people say oh it's got 80s music in it uh, uh, Elder Barge is not popping into most people's heads, right? You, <laughs> you, know, you know, which uh, which is kind of messed up, but you know, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you got Elder Barge, you got uh, Willie Hutch. You know, he wrote songs for the Jackson Five, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. uh, I think also Marvin Gaye. But you know, the music was of its time. But I thought it was fantastic mu- music, and it fit the movie. Like they were literally talking about the glow and things like that. You know, and it was great. But also. Leroy, when he sees this montage, he thinks about how he can achieve his mission. He's still looking for the master, the ultimate master, so he could reach that final level. And then you got your boys. <laughs> These guys were hilarious. Shout out to them doing their little dancing and, and jive talking and everything. It was great. What did you think about this scene as as Leroy is getting closer and closer to this answer? I, I, for one, I always love these guys because they were uh, a true injection of comedy relief. Yes. And you're looking at Asian actors mm-hmm. in, a, in a light that you've probably never seen. Yes, exactly. You know, at least, especially at that time. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys are street guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're down with, with different cultures and whatnot. Yes. And it fits because then you have Leroy that's doing the same thing. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's yeah. a switch, which yep. I love that. Absolutely. I love that, you know, and, and embrace whatever cultures, music you like, you know, but mm-hmm. just be respectful with it. And I think yep. both sides were respectful with it. Yeah, absolutely. They were funny and they kind of were leading him on a little bit and kind of messing with them. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, if you if you want to see the master, you got to roll these dice with us, baby. You know, <laughs> you got to you got to be cool, Smoke some brother, herbs, man. Yeah. <laughs> Soul brother number one, you got to be cool. And 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 they were just kind of, you know, they wanted to hang with them a little bit. Yeah. But of course, Leroy was like, look, I'm on a mission. And he was right. cool at first. Yeah. And then and then he got real like, all right, let me break this door back down because yeah. y- y'all are wasting my time. Yes. And 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 then when he finally did break that door down and he found out that the quote unquote the master was just a fortune cookie machine, he's totally confused. And and also to piggyback on what you were saying, this whole movie it reverses the stereotype of the typical Asian hero. You know, uh Bruce Leroy is learning uh from a Zen master and he learns to use this this strength whereas these guys they're just hanging around doing doing what we usually don't see Asians do in a movie. You know what I'm saying? So he goes back to the to his 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 original master, I want to say, 
And he's like, why did you send me on this goose chase, this, you know, this uh, wild goose chase? And again, he's being really cryptic. And I love that scene when he points his finger onto Leroy's head and he says, you're looking for the master, but there's one place you haven't looked. He said, and it's there and only there that you will find the true master. Now, of course, at this point in the movie, when you first seen it, you you might be piecing it together, but we don't know the answer yet. While all of that is happening, you've got Eddie Arcane, Arcadian, I'm sorry, <laughs> who's got this huge plan to take revenge on Leroy. He actually gets the help or he pays, tries to pay for the help of Shonuff and his crew. So it's setting up this huge uh, finale, this huge fight at the end, which it is. And it's fantastic. You have that scene where Leroy is in the middle of like 20 guys coming at him. And if anyone knows their martial arts history, it was a, a, a great parallel to Bruce Lee in the Chinese connection. And and again, Tamok, uh, he's a great martial artist and he showed that in this movie, he's authentic. Um, so anyways, it all comes down to what you would expect and it would be Shonuff against Leroy. And while that's happening, Laura was kidnapped by Eddie. So you've got all the stakes that you'd ever want. He's got to rescue his love but he's also got to defeat his greatest enemy at the same time. So take me through what you thought of this finale. I enjoyed it so much and the music was cutting on. I wish I could have played more of the clip or more of the music, but of course, YouTube reasons. Uh, but I thought this finale was great, man. What'd you think? Well, you, you know, and I hope this isn't blasphemy. There are plenty of great final fights in my head. Yeah. You know, whether it's, Chuck Norris and and Bruce Lee, whether it's you know the, the final fight in the Raid Two or mm -hmm. this, I include this with yeah. some of the best final fights that I've seen. And and mm -hmm. it's not just the nostalgia of seeing it as a kid; it's so many factors in it. The build up to this yes. fight through the whole yes. movie, they're doing nothing but building it up because you know that show enough is actually he can back it up like he talks right. a lot of shit you know but yes. he's he's pretty badass he and yeah and of course we've been following you know uh, uh leroy so we know he's got skills too so it's just like all right man when are we gonna get to the main event right and to me the main event did not um let you down for one it's a multi-area fight yeah and i love those where you start off in one place and then you're here, then you're here, and it's like, whoa, okay, you know, this is like a really cool fighting game or something. Yeah, right. Um, and, and once again, Leroy is going into this fight still unsure of, you know, who's the master. I yes. didn't find the master yet. Now I'm thrown into this. I got to worry about this guy I'm fighting, but also mm -hmm. I got to save my love from Eddie Arcadian. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of stuff in there, and I got I to gotta say – the, the fight you know at, at first you know it's, it's going back and forward mm -hmm. until show enough gets real he's like okay you know what he's like, daytime is <laughs> over boy <laughs> yeah and and he starts glowing and it's like you know guys if you've ever played a video game you know that that's the end boss's final next form or final yes. form and it's like oh yes. shit you know they, also, they, get, they, they get the health 
bar fully back. Yeah. Going. I mean, and also in martial arts, it's basically just a parallel of your energy, your chi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it, it's it's put on the on the on the screen in the movie, you know, in a physical manifestation, just like we've seen, like you said, in video games. And the look on Leroy's face, man, when he sees it, it it's so it's so awesome, man. And I'm not trying to up talk it or whatever, but like you said, he still doesn't believe in himself. He still doesn't know who the master is where is the master can he overcome his greatest enemy and like you said the build-up to this fight is fantastic the music it starts playing that music the last dragon and uh it's it's great man and of course the fight is also illustrating his journey you know what i'm saying because he just he's just fighting as as a regular person he doesn't understand the internal strength that he has gotten through this movie you know what i'm saying like his like his master had told him there's one place you haven't looked and it's only there and of course at the end of the movie we find out look within yourself believe in yourself and then you can accomplish things you may not have thought you could have so he finally does and he does that wonderful bruce lee uh moment just like in uh, chinese connection and he finally does get the glow and it's a fantastic scene man i love it um i i've watched that fight alone so many times but again Tamok, you know he was the real deal and um i, I wish we could have seen him in more stuff yeah i really yeah. i really really do but um but anyways let me get to the chat and then we'll finish up here uh let's see flamethrower was saying some dumb goy was very wise and taught leroy so much yes <laughs> Shauna saying yes i loved how they made those parallels to bruce lee's movies yeah it was it was great uh saying i totally agree embrace cultures whichever you like the soul brothers were hilarious they really were god they were um she also said i thought it was a very cute connection that's between leroy and laura she could really see uh she could really see him it seems she thought he was eccentric but cute too yeah you know it's kind of like this opposite uh, opposites attract you know, and it was really, it was authentic. Uh, the final fight was the best. I, yeah, it, was. it was, it really was. Quasi saying, I do too. I would put this fight on my greatest list as well. Yeah, man. Tashana saying, I love the part where Richie uses popping to get himself and Laura out of the ropes. Cool scene, <laughs> 80s dance movie. Yeah, they were injecting so much into this movie. And, and I thought they did it in a very organic way. It was really, really cool. Uh, Eric saying, I think I asked this last time, but Tamok wasn't a martial artist, was he? Oh, he was. He was. And, um, you know, the thing about him, and of course, you know, especially for people that are into martial arts, he definitely looked the part. Like when he did his stuff, all of his fight scenes looked amazing. You know, there are some people that train in martial arts to do a role. And then you have some folks that are martial artists that are in a role. Like, for instance, Julius Carey, he trained in martial arts to portray Shonuff, but Tamok, he was already a martial artist and uh, very, very uh, skilled. And I think that was also what helped to win him uh, the role because he didn't need any help with doing his martial arts scenes, you know? <laughs> so, again, uh, shout out to him. But this movie was a success um, $10 million of a budget, and it made $33 million. Um, it's a cult classic now. It has a good uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. I think it's at 60%, 62%. Um, so this is a great film, man. If you're a martial arts fan, 
if you're an 80s fan, if you like movies like The Warriors, or if you're a Bruce Lee fan, um, a Motown fan, this movie has so much in it, plus some comedy. Oh, and yeah. it's a great, and it's just a great martial arts movie in and of itself. I mean, the lessons learned in this movie, like, and I'm, and I know I keep saying these things, so you guys have to forgive me, but to this day, and, and I've been doing martial arts over 30 years. To this day, I can still pull lessons from this movie or listen to some of what's being saying, being said, and say, "Yep, that's that's spot on." You know what I mean? So. Anyways, final thoughts, Kill. I mean, we've watched this movie so many times together. And, of course, at the end of the movie, he, him and Laura, you know, they have their moment. They've, you know, they they have their love because he, he saved her and so forth. But final thoughts for you, man. Man, I love this movie. Like, it, it, yeah, I, I wish they would have made a sequel, you know, right? be, like, you know, maybe their, their future son or daughter or something. I don't know. Yeah. But then again, maybe certain things that are classic, you shouldn't even mess with it again. Um, I, I feel this movie just came at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a perfect storm. And, and sh- once again, my hat is off to Barry Gordy for saying, hey, I'm going to make this because Hollywood isn't making this. Right. And yeah, and, and, and I, I think there's an audience here that would love to see something like this. And mm-hmm. th- thank you, Mr. Gordy, because this yeah. helped shape my childhood. In mm-hmm. Vanity, you still are my wife, my first mm-hmm. wife. And, you know, rest in peace. Great movie. If you have not seen this movie, please mm-hmm. check it out. The, the Last Dragon, they, they brought it out on blu-ray and dvd maybe about 10 years ago because it was it was yeah. hard to get a good print of it and right. i remember i pre-ordered it i was like oh yeah i want that yeah. and it seriously, is nice it, it's nice and it's a fun fun movie great soundtrack yeah and some yeah. great uh behind the scenes as well man you know that's a thing too but of course you know especially when we talk about these movies that have been um you know gone for so long obviously again just you know, shout out and, and rest in peace to Leo O'Brien, who played Richie. Um, same thing with Vanity and also um, um, Julius Curry, you know, who played Show Enough. You know, unfortunately, we, we lost all three of them. But um, this movie, you know, keeps them alive for us. And it's a fantastic movie. And again, for anyone that is a fan of martial arts, uh, Motown, comedy, Bruce Lee, you're going to find a lot of great things in this movie. So we would definitely recommend it. And um, yeah, I guess that's about it, man. For you guys in the chat, and I'll double check on you guys before we head out, but definitely um, watch it if you haven't, or if you haven't seen it in a while, definitely do so. And please give the video a like. That would also uh, help us out on the channel too. But Quasi saying, you're forgetting when he's putting Eddie Arcadian's head in that piranha tank. That, that was a funny scene, man. <laughs> yes, yes, that was a great scene. Uh, Eric saying just added the Blu-ray to my Amazon wish list. Yeah, Eric. I mean, this is this is this is an '80s movie through and through, and I think I think you'll enjoy it. I really do. But anyways, guys, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, so we get a uh, get a get a chance to again talk about a movie that we we hold dear to our heart since we were kids. So, anyways, we'll catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, and remember, who's the master? Show enough. Show enough. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>